Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now, I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the podcast. This is your co-host, Seth Green. Today, I've got the good fortune to be interviewing John Stid from DealMaker.Tech, the leading platform for all capital raise types. Their technology puts issuers in control of your raise and your equity. John, thanks so much for joining us. Oh, thanks so much for having me on. I'm deeply familiar with your work as well as Kevin's. I'm excited to be a guest. Awesome. Well, let's go back in time a little bit. How did you get started? Sure. Well, you know, that ties into how I'm familiar with your work and Kevin's, right? I uh, We got our start as a digital marketing agency. We were helping e-commerce brands scale up mostly through their Shopify stores. And at the time we were working in somebody's garage and they said, you know, somebody reached out and said, hey, can you help us raise capital online? So, you know, I think we would have said yes to just about anything at the time. But so we said yes. And it turns out, you know, DealMaker's technology is uh, analogous to raising uh, capital like it is Shopify, right? Making that as simple as e-commerce. So now that's what we do for brands. So, you know, that started in 2017 and we've really perfected our internal processes and tactics for, you know, how to help people raise millions and millions of dollars through uh, digital marketing and uh, customer acquisition, just like, you know, you would uh, for an e-commerce brand. That is absolutely fantastic. And I am sure the longer version of that story should probably be in a book somewhere if it isn't already. <laughs> yeah, it was a it was an Ethiopian jazz cafe. We'll give industry jazz a shout out when the uh, when the book comes out. For sure. So you go from helping a traditional digital marketing agency working on the e-commerce space to one client says, Hey, can you help me raise money? You say, sure, it works. Where when did that light bulb happen of hey we did one let's build a whole business around this how did that come about Oh yeah great question I think um it was you know now we're based in Austin but at the time we were in LA and there's just a lot of e-commerce agencies out there kind of hard to differentiate and you know we were a small team who couldn't really invest in having um you know, sales channels like a traditional agency. So, you know, we partnered up with some capital raising platforms to to help do that. So, you know, we we wanted to be the the big fish in the smaller pond uh, as opposed to playing in the bigger pond with the other e-commerce agencies. So, you know, strategically, it was a, a somewhat easy shift once that light bulb came on and said, you know, oh, hey, you can, you can do this through, uh, you know, digital marketing. Awesome. And then you've, 
grown quite a bit since that iteration not that long ago. Talk a little bit about the volume of investments you've been able to handle, the dollar volume in terms of assets that have gone through your platform, because it's incredible. Oh, certainly. Yeah, the, um, you know, as this becomes more popular, right, and people are more familiar with it, uh, and larger brand names raise and, you know, continue that popularization of it. Uh, it's been an exciting shift for us. So, you know, Dealmaker as a platform has processed nearly 2 billion in capital. And the team here at Reach uh, has run the raises uh, of companies raising over 500 million in that. So, you know, to, uh, to do that and, and handle that kind of growth, you know, we've really perfected our kickoff process, how you launch campaigns, the benchmarks that we're measuring against, and ultimately how you uh, run and scale up a campaign uh, to raise, you know, millions and millions of dollars in, you know, what is a relatively short time period, uh, you know, like in six months, whereas, you know, if, if you're an e-commerce brand, you're still kind of figuring things out in those first six months to say, you know, what messaging and channels work best. So, you know, we have to get on our horses and do it faster for people. Absolutely. Now, what are some of the biggest challenges that your clients are running into when it's coming to raising capital that you're helping them solve? Oh, certainly. Yeah, I would say the single biggest problem is um, translating their story into one that resonates digitally, right? So, you know, you some of these investment opportunities are cool and fascinating. And, you know, if you were to spend 15 minutes reading to the bottom of their pitch deck, you may be ready to, you know, hand over your wallet and say, yes, I would, I would like to invest, right? But we don't have that luxury in digital. So some of the magic that we do is, you know, how do you create these different touch points that are, quick and digestible. I think about them in like little uh, five second bus stops that we get to move people along this train for. So, you know, how do you, in a TikTok ad, get somebody to understand something as complex as genetically engineered proteins and what this company is is do, doing to solve, you know, something that in some cases is actually life-saving. So, you know, it's how do we boil that down um, and deliver that message in a way that resonates digitally and get them out of, you know, we don't have 20 minutes in a pitch deck. Absolutely. With you, I mean, you're alluding to it, right? There's so much noise in the marketplace. How do you craft, help your client craft a message that cuts through the clutter? How do you tell a short story enough that's compelling to get people to want to watch the long version? Oh, certainly. Well, yeah, that's the, those are those bus stops, you know, getting them, you know, in to watch the longer version. And that's where some of the the funnels come in where, you know, you want to get somebody to sign up for email and sort of have that path, but a big uh, way to overcome that. And um, something that we do is, you know, really trying to make it personal, right? So how do we get people to come on for investor webinars, right? Or deliver this like personal message to the, the masses in a way that feels personal um, and educational uh, and inviting those people in to participate. So we try to boil it down and, and make it more personal because, you know, ultimately you are uh, investing in this founder uh, and that founder is raising capital from these people. So the more we can make that feel like one-to-one, -one, even though it's it's to the masses, the better. Absolutely. You've, you started at a very interesting time. I mean, you've gone through the Jobs Act 
you've gone away, which totally changed the industry in terms of, you know, what offerings you can do and what they're allowed to raise and who they can raise money from. You've gone through the pandemic and how our world looks now. How have those things affected um, what you've been doing for your clients and how you've raised so much money on the platform? Oh, yeah, certainly. I mean, truly two uh, incredible inflection points, right, that are very much tailwinds for us as this little agency that was in a garage at one time, right? Um, you know, with the Jobs Act, yeah, the there's the one note in there and some of the specific changes that opened it up are, you know, mass solicitation for these investments, which to anybody in digital marketing is a euphemism for, you know, Facebook ads, right? Um, and that sort of thing. So our ability to be able to take these investments to the masses and raise capital from retail, you know, that was a really big shift that opened this up. I would say simultaneously, the tailwind of e-commerce growing, where people are just much more familiar with digitally, you know, buying something, right? Um, so I think that was a big lift for us. At the same time, um, there were also changes in retail investing habits around, you know, investing in Robinhood and that sort of thing. So, you know, back to your second point there, it's like, what did the pandemic do to that? You know, we saw some of those take hold and like the Wall Street bets memes and that sort of thing where, you know, stocks were just going bananas as people rallied behind them. And some of that, and you know, while we didn't directly benefit from those tailwinds, I think there was indirect benefit where retail investors are now much more familiar with, you know, investing in assets online, right? Whether that's crypto, which is you know a whole another aspect of this that we could talk about, um, or fractionalized real estate, right? Or investing in stocks. So you know, really a great time digitally as we were able to latch on to those tailwinds um, and help, you know create more popularity, more of a brand name around, you know, how to invest in socks online. Cause I feel like I still have friends who, you know, as we're out to dinner, they're like, oh, I didn't know that I could invest in a company online. It's like, you know, we've been friends for a decade. So. And you're like, you still don't know what I do. Yeah, exactly. I, hey, my wife still doesn't know everything that we do <laughs> yeah. in 20 years. So it's okay. So you alluded to it. You mentioned Robinhood, which segues into the apps like Ripple and Public, um, which are all which are mostly for the common common publicly traded stocks um, and exchange traded investments. And and if you've already done this, I apologize. Any plans for a uh, deal maker app to let every person you know who's eligible jump jump in on the bandwagon? Sure. Yeah. We see that sort of liquidity and what would be like the secondaries uh, trading to be really important for early investors who, you know, because some of our issuers that we work with have raised, you know, three, four five times and allowing uh, liquidity events for, you know, early investors, right? Just like it would happen in the, the VC markets where there are secondaries, that sort of thing. It is uh, certainly on the roadmap, you know, creating markets around those things is a is a challenge. You need buyers and, and sellers, right? Um, but we do see it as a fundamental shift that needs to happen to uh, help this industry continue on its trajectory of broad popularity. And you need liquidity events for that sort of thing. How many offerings do you handle in a given month? Oh, yeah. Interesting. So the average campaign is typically about six to eight months long. 
right? So at any given time, we're probably launching, you know, three new campaigns, closing out one or two. So um, it, it really varies uh, around there. What we do see, interestingly enough, is, you know, less of the seasonality around um, investment opportunities where, you know, I think the, the saying in the stock market is sell in May and go away, but yeah. we close a lot of campaigns over the summer, right? The only thing, and, you know, you can relate to this is, uh, you know, Black Friday, Cyber Monday is a little bit off limits for us because the digital space gets gets pretty crowded during that time. So, you know, outside of that, it's pretty clear, uh, clear sailing. Talk a little bit about, because you've obviously gone from the garage to, you know, $1.8 billion raised. Talk a little bit about the team that you've built. Yeah, really fortunate. You know, I, it comes back to uh, a lot of things are based on teams and talents, right? You can set up all the systems in the world, but, you know, if the team can't execute on that, um, it's really challenging. Yeah, so the, you know, for DealMaker Reach, um, you know, we're about 30 people inside of DealMaker, which as a whole is, you know, over 100 people. So we're a sizable chunk of that. But our team, yeah, had to invest much more in storytelling, which you alluded to with your question earlier, as you know, we have a team of storytellers but on the on the group that are, um, you know, a mix of creative strategists and copywriters and video editors and animators. So when we've scaled up, we've really had to focus on growing those teams and how we create content uh, around these companies. So, you know, that's been a, a larger challenge, but a good one to solve. We, you know, got a lot of good eggs in the basket here. So we're excited about that. Uh, that's awesome. Your passion is obvious. What do you like best about what you're doing? Oh, yeah, fantastic. I mean, I do get to speak with folks like yourself, but, you know, in terms of the the issuers, right? get to meet some really cool, interesting people solving big problems, right? Whether that's something like osteoarthritis or cancer screening, or just also really cool problems like VR, AR gaming, right? Um, cannabis psilocybin. So, you know, we're, we're at the forefront with a lot of really fun companies that, you know, despite my friends not knowing exactly what I do, they love hearing, hearing about the companies that we work with. So yeah, it's really a mix there uh, where I get to learn about all these different industries by way of these founders and, and also help them raise capital. You know, my start was in management consulting and I thought that that would be the way to help companies grow. And, you know, that was around like 2013, right? And all of a sudden these digital aspects of helping companies grow online uh, really took hold with me as a more meaningful um, opportunity to help companies grow. And I'm lucky that that has, you know, kind of transitioned out of e-commerce into raising capital for these founders because, you know, it lies at the intersection of digital expertise and raising capital for people and, you know, get to talk to cool founders as a byproduct of it. Well, that is awesome. Congratulations on all your success. For our folks yeah. watching or listening who want to learn more, where is the best place to send them to learn about DealMaker and about you? Oh, right on. Well, head on over to dealmaker.tech. Uh, there's a little little link there you can fill out. Uh, if you want to get in touch with me, I love uh, meeting new people. So head on over LinkedIn, Jonathan Stid. There aren't a lot of us out there. Um, so I, I should be the only one on there. Would love to hear from you. And uh, yeah, Seth, thank you for that opportunity. Um, you know, I'm sure folks in your audience are are, uh, are a great overlap in the Venn diagram of uh, people I want to be talking to. Absolutely. We have obviously both business owners who might want to raise capital and business owners who might want to invest in other companies. We greatly appreciate your time. This has been Seth Green for Sharkpreneur with John Stid of Dealmaker.tech. John, thanks again for joining us. Oh, Seth, thank you for having me. A pleasure to connect with you. Thanks everybody for watching or listening. We will talk to you or see you next time.
Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet, and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. 49 faces looked to him in triumph. Over the last 12 months, they had each taken turns and promoted his business for a week at a time, driving over $987,342 in revenue. What if you had a network of 50 centers of influence who promoted your business every week for a year? Grab your copy of the number one Amazon best-selling book, The Ultimate Guide to Growing Your Business with a Podcast, at 33% off the Amazon price by going to ultimatepodcastbook.com. Again, that website for 33% off the Amazon price is ultimatepodcastbook.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.